It's Tuesday, April 10, 2018. Have you made mistakes? I think this is something that needs to be corrected. And it was a mistake. By, it, was a, it was a mistake by my team. They by don't, your I mean, team. So do you take responsibility? I'm fixing boss? it. I'm fixing it. Do you take responsibility? I'm fixing the problem. Rising tide of ethics scandals continue to engulf EPA Chief Scott Pruitt. This is a fight for our world as we know it. Canadian pipelines future in doubt amid relentless opposition. November's Keystone Pipeline spill was twice the size of previous estimates. Plus, Michigan gives Nestle the green light to pump groundwater while it ends bottled water deliveries to Flint. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. If anyone needs security at Disneyland, it's Scott Pruitt. A man (laughs) who even Mickey and Minnie Mouse would tell to go himself. This is your Green News Report. Hey, Space Mountain's going to be underwater in 10 years, you son of a bitch! Get it, Minnie! Get it! Okay, Desi Doyen, despite scandal after scandal upon scandal... EPA Chief Scott Pruitt still has his job? Yes, it'll be interesting to see how much longer he will have it. Uh, The acting director of the Trump administration's Office of Government Ethics over the weekend took the very unusual step of pressuring the EPA Ethics Office to investigate those questionable actions taken by Administrator Scott Pruitt. BuzzFeed News now says that the EPA Ethics Office has kicked that request up to the agency's inspector general, which has actual subpoena authority. President Trump Trump has continued to voice support for Pruitt, who has been under heightened scrutiny amid a rising tide of revelations about his outsized spending of taxpayer dollars on personal security and first-class travel and a shady below-market D.C. rental deal and other questionable ethical actions. Rising tide. I see what you did there. Meanwhile, in British Columbia on Sunday, Texas-based energy giant Kinder Morgan announced that it has suspended all non-essential construction on its Trans Mountain pipeline expansion project. That decision came just hours after hundreds of protesters blocked the entrances to a Kinder Morgan pipeline worksite. It's part of a relentless civil disobedience campaign by First Nations tribes. Kinder Morgan suggested that it may even cancel the project, setting a May 31st deadline for stakeholder talks on how to proceed. The Trans Mountain Pipeline would ship heavy tar sands oil from Alberta across British Columbia to overseas markets, and it's also opposed by BC's provincial government. The suspension is a setback for Canada's oil sands industry, but a victory for the First Nations, says Grand Chief of the Union of BC Indian Chiefs, Stuart Phillips. Yesterday, Kinder Morgan blinked. They took a step back, and today, I think after probably some long hours in the boardroom last night, they've come to the inevitable conclusion that you simply can't ram a pipeline through in the face of such such opposition, uh, legal, political, on-the-ground opposition. It's impossible. The suspension occurs in the wake of a new report revealing that a pipeline spill on the controversial Keystone Pipeline on a South Dakota farm last November was actually double the size of what pipeline owner TransCanada had initially reported to state regulators. See, I told you, I told you when it happened, don't listen to their numbers. It is always bigger 
than they tell you at first when they estimate the size of these spills. These oil companies, these pipeline companies, they always lowball it when they give those numbers. You were right. It turns out that the pipeline spill in South Dakota totaled more than 400,000 gallons. Mm. Reuters also reports that the Keystone Pipeline system has leaked substantially more oil in the United States and more often than the company originally predicted in its pre-construction risk assessments back in 2010. And just by the way, the Keystone XL itself has yet to be completed, correct? Yes, the Keystone XL is still awaiting approval in Nebraska. Don't tell Donald Trump he thinks it's already built. In Michigan, the state's Republican Governor Rick Snyder has announced the state will end bottled water deliveries to the city of Flint four years after emergency managers appointed by Governor Snyder instituted cost-cutting measures that contaminated the entire city's water system with toxic lead. The city is in the process of replacing lead service pipes, but thousands of those lead pipes still remain. The governor's office says the city's water now tests below federal limits for lead contamination, but the new New York Times reports that the water can still pick up lead when it flows through those thousands of remaining lead service lines in the city. The announcement comes less than a week after a Michigan state agency approved a plan by Nestle Waters of North America to increase the amount of groundwater that it draws from the state for its bottled water manufacturing by 60 percent. The Michigan Department of Environmental Quality approved the extraction permit despite the public opposition that attracted a record number of public comments. Seventy five comments were in favor. 81,000 comments were against. The commenters objected to a corporation profiting from extracting and shipping the state's water to other states, while cities like Flint struggle to get clean water. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. The nights are cool and I'm a fool, each star's a fool.